<laughs> it feels good to be home. And before I do anything, let's just do this. You guys remember from Mexico, that little trip I did. I did an episode of it on the podcast. Why don't we um do a little callback? That's the rain whistle. Now, please introduce a second edition to our little collection. That there. We got a rain whistle, and we got something that calls frogs. Isn't that nice? We'll go back to the Meatweed podcast. You guys are probably wondering, what am I building up to? Well, you read the title, probably. If you can't read, well, that's fine. Let me tell you what it says. I went to Hawaii. <clears throat> I mentioned it in the previous episodes that I was excited that we were going to be able to go, and it's all thanks to my girlfriend and her family. It's all been... Such an amazing trip. I'm not going to lie. This is actually my second attempt at recording, and I should probably explain further why a, a little further into the episode. All right. <laughs> I, I think... Funny enough, I, I've i only been on a plane twice. Three times. But one of them does not count because I was only a year old. I wasn't old enough to remember the thing. But I gotta tell you right now, the one thing that I'm not used to is jet lag. So, clearly, that affected me pretty bad. Because I'm not gonna lie, I had like 90% of the episode done previously. And today, or, or I had some sort of intuition, right? I, I had this idea in my head that maybe it wasn't as good as I thought. So I paused it, went to sleep, actually went to work just for one day, and I'm back, right? And I was able to listen back to it, and I realized that it was not a good episode. <clears throat> I know I'm very self-critical, but you guys gotta understand, when you're recording on no sleep, jet lag, and you gotta work the next day, it's not good, period. And, and in fact, I had a lot to catch up on. When I was in Hawaii, I was entirely focused on the trip and my girlfriend and um, everyone else who we were with, uh, the family, basically. And it was fun. I loved meeting them all. They're all great people, and I would absolutely um, travel with them again. So especially to Hawaii. I feel like I feel like specifically to Hawaii. I'm, I'm wondering where else we could all go. Then again, probably not Disneyland. If you guys don't know that story, I um, I was that guy. I was that guy that flashed the camera. Okay, I was that guy, and I would do it again. <laughs> Yeah, no, for for real, I'm not doing that again. That was that was pretty bad. <laughs> I've never been that close to being kicked out of an establishment, like by security, like dragged out of there. Okay, and let me tell you right now, when you're as squeaky clean as I am, and you do something like that, you tend to remember it and you tend to brag about it, and that's especially me. Having said that, I was on my best behavior when I was in Hawaii, because I learned my lesson. And now that I'm old enough to actually, you know, get in trouble for things, um, I tend to relax. Oh shit, I forgot to talk about something, see? I, there's still a bit of that jet lag in there. Hang on, let me sip my coffee. It's good, good coffee. I'm actually drinking a coffee that we bought in Hawaii. It was $45 a bag. <clears throat> I gotta say, I don't get it. I, that was definitely, um... 
I, I just don't get it. You know, like th this is that coffee that we went on a tour at some point and the tour guide mentioned that this coffee, this specific one, I'm not going to name any brands, but this specific coffee is highly, highly sought after in the island. A lot of people go there specifically to buy it kind of thing. And I don't get it. I'm drinking it and it's okay. It's not something I would go to Hawaii for, you know? It's not something that I would actively seek out. I wouldn't go on a journey for this coffee. If you do, more power to you. I know there's a lot of coffee heads out there. It's such a big niche community. But alas, I'm kind of part of it because I have my own espresso maker and everything. But this is just okay. You know, it's not 10 out of 10. This is like 7 out of 10. It's mid. It's mid, okay? <sighs> for the price, I would not pay for that again. Good God. And now I got some of it. I mean, at least I didn't get a lot. I got like little sample packs. It was free and I still wouldn't pay for it. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Back to the episode and why I had to redo it. When you're recording on jet lag, you tend to not remember things. And I had actually said the same thing eight or nine times. Not only that, but I bounced around. When I talk about trips like this, I like to go in order. And... From, for some reason, I went from day one to day nine to day one to day... Like, like back and forth. Uh, ping pong it. <clears throat> I ping ponged it. Which is, um... Day one, last day, day two, day before last day. You know, back and forth. And I didn't want to do that. Of course, I was unaware of that. Because, again, lack of sleep. But that's fine. I'm normally used to it, but not when it's like full days that I haven't slept. Like, I do sleep, period. Anyway, let's get back to it. Again, I have not been on a plane for that long. This one in particular was not as bad as the Mexico trip, admittedly. Because when we were going to Mexico, we were still landing in a tropical area, right? And Hawaii is no different. Hawaii is very tropical. It got a bit of wind whenever you're landing. Turbulence, you know? Everyone knows what that feels like. However, the turbulence in Hawaii was very gentle compared to Mexico. When we went to Mexico, the turbulence was so bad that the two ladies next to me were saying Hail Marys and praying to God as loud as they could. All while thunder crashed all around us and we still landed safely. Now, the turbulence in Hawaii, non-existent. A gentle breeze left a gentle breeze to the right, and we landed. Wasn't that bad. It was, it was okay. However, this plane ride, this plane ride, it wasn't the turbulence that bothered me. It was the little shit behind me. I've always heard that joke where it's like, there's always a baby crying and a mother ignoring it kind of thing. It was so bad. For five hours, this child was crying. Okay? There's a thing, right, where this kid behind us, I'm not going to mention his name. I heard his name, right? I'm not going to mention Obviously, he's a kid. I get it. I don't know if something was wrong with him or what was going on, you know? You never know for sure. His mom talked like a YouTuber. Like a YouTuber, okay? I'm not even joking. Exactly like one of those mommy vloggers. Yeah, camera's off for this one, ain't it, bitch? Goddamn. I remember the plane ride being gentle until I heard meow, meow, behind us over and over again because the little shit's tablet did not have Wi-Fi on the on the airplane. Okay? Download something. Download some TV shows. I don't know. Do something. 
the flight crew had to get involved. The flight crew, okay? The stewardess went up and was like, okay, give, give me the tablet. And then she started putting on Wi-Fi and stuff. None of it worked. It wouldn't have bothered me if the kid was just like upset and like stewing around a bit, right? When kids get upset, they do all kinds of shit. This kid was making inhuman noises. Inhuman. I kid you not. He was just... Just... Parents need to beat their fucking kids. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I'm going I'm going a bit far, but... You gotta understand, when you haven't slept like I did... I mean, I had like two hours of sleep, right? Followed by five hours of this shit! Yeah, it was pretty bad. I won't sugarcoat it, okay? I won't sugarcoat it. However, having said that... <laughs> having gone through this fucking turbulent little rant this little this little kid again and again see there were other kids crying but they weren't as bad as this little fucker <laughs> my god i should not have kids yet jesus christ i'm, I'm really bad at this okay I'm, i apologize to parents listening because yeah you, you know what no no you gotta hear this when your kids are annoying no, no people actively were like hey can you shut them up you know, and the lady next to me, the whole plane ride, she didn't talk to me. Near the end, she was like, that little shit's been crying for five hours and the mom's not doing anything. I never spoke to that woman. She spoke to me. She had a vent. And you know what? More power to her. Good for her. She vented and I was there. Good for me. My girlfriend wasn't too happy either, but God bless her soul. She's a very patient woman. I am not! <clears throat> okay, you know what? I kind of see what this coffee is so sought after for. There's like a very mild, very... It, it's not at all a strong taste, right? But I'm just sipping it. And all that caffeine's hitting. <laughs> it's not even caffeine. I don't know what it is. It's got to be something else. Whatever it is, it's pretty good. Anyway, aside from that turmoil on the goddamn plane... When we got off, a sigh of relief. No, none of us even cared how long the plane ride was. We cared about the fact that we were no longer near that kid. Every adult in the plane had an audible sigh of relief when we all could get up, and none of us were getting out of the plane fast enough. Although, I'll admit one thing, and I gotta say this, right? Kudos where kudos are due, right? That mother... She was, she's a saint, you know? There's something like, a mother's love, there's no, there's no equivalent to it. And this lady was putting up with that kid. So you know what, my hat's off to her. Because I wouldn't have the patience to deal with someone like that. However, I wouldn't know unless, you know, they were my kid. <clears throat> anyway, aside from all that, I keep bragging on this kid, that's fucked up. Anyway... <laughs> It's because it's it was a big deal for me anyway. When we got off the plane, the first thing I noticed was how thick the air felt. You know what I mean? You know when you go into a... Well, let me preface this. I'm from California. The air is incredibly dry here and we're used to it. In fact, it just feels like normal California air to us. It's nice, it's warm. When it's cold, it's sappingly cold. All because there's no humidity in the air. However, we went here... And it was the exact opposite. It was like walking through soup. You know, the, through a boiling hot soup. 
I would say it felt like a sauna, but I've been to a sauna, so I know for scale what they feel like. And if that was what a sauna felt like, then I wouldn't go to it. I don't know how to explain it. Um, it was like half as thick as a sauna. Okay, enough of that. Basically, what I noticed was immediately the smells in the air and how thick the air felt. And it did hit different. It absolutely hit different. It felt good, honestly. It felt like a gentle, warm pat on your on your skin, if you if you know how to how to explain that. If you know how to interpret that anyway, let me explain it better. It's like a warm blanket. Or it's like a warm it's like a nice hot towel when you just got out of the shower. Wrapped around your entire body. It's comforting. It's very comforting. And the entire time we were there, it was never too cold. It was always just the perfect temperature. It was never too hot either. It just felt good. Warm. Comforting. Fun. <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it. The feeling in the air reminded me a bit of Mexico, but Hawaii just felt better. You know, the air was clean. So crystal clear. It was like breathing in a Fiji bottle. It was so smooth. My God. And me just standing there, stricken, you know, just, just taking it all in, little by little. I didn't want to surprise anybody, you know. When it comes to things like this, I keep it to myself because I don't want to stand by and talk to someone and tell them all this poetic stuff, you know. Like, I'm a bit poetic when it comes to things like this. I like to think about it in vivid detail. And yet, sometimes I just got to keep that to myself until I record. I didn't tell any of this to my girlfriend. I, we just agreed. The air is thick here. That's all we said. Simple as that. Summarized it real quick. But you know me. I'm a little dramatic bitch. I love, to say, <laughs> I love saying things in vivid detail. Because it just felt good. At this point, we're just getting off the plane. <clears throat> and then we got the rental car. And I gotta tell you right now. <clears throat> I miss that car. It was a nice Ford Explorer. Ford Expedition, something like that. Real big, beefy thing. Real beef and cheese dinner of a man's truck. That shit just tore up the asphalt. And let me tell you right now, there was safety features on it. I could sell this thing to anybody. When I got home, I got, I'm got. i skipping ahead, but let me just tell you why. When I got home, I drove my car and I immediately noticed how much I missed that car. I took pictures of the thing. At first, it was for insurance purposes, right? But as I was recording this, I looked through those pictures, and I'm just like, I missed that fucking truck. It was such a good truck. Then I look up the price, and I'm like, I'm happy with my car. <laughs> Why does everything cost money? <clears throat> be easy to afford if you guys, you know, subscribe to the Patreon. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> I keep clearing my throat. I don't know why. Uh-oh, it's the Rona. No, it's not Rona. I can still taste and everything. I'm all right. I just haven't... Oh, you know what? You know what it is? What I learned in Hawaii is I don't drink enough water. Period. Like, we had a shit ton of water. We finished all of it. And I was still dehydrated because of how active we were the whole time. All right, day one, pretty simple stuff. We all got to the hotel. And it was beautiful. Let me tell you right now. The one thing that I remember more than anything is the first day, getting into the hotel... The door was closed, right? There was a balcony. We were 32 stories up. When I opened the, the door, I could overlook a majority of the town, the city, the big city. We were in Honolulu. And it was 
beautiful. It was, it was glorious. Honestly, it was so fucking pretty. I had to record it like three or four times. I actually recorded some stuff, right? I should probably mention this right here and now. I did record quite a bit of footage, and I do intend on making a Dankpod-style vlog um, episode. It's going to be like, you know when he goes to Cashies? I don't know how to explain it. Um, if you guys aren't a fan of Dankpods, look up his Cashies special, because he goes to like, it, it's like a Goodwill in, it's like a Goodwill in Australia. Uh, he records, right, when he's there, but he takes out the audio and he just records over it with his voice. And that's what I plan on doing. Mainly because I noticed that a lot of the audio is like very buggy. I don't know how to explain it. It's an iPhone, you know. It's an iPhone microphone, so. Not to mention it was also windy. Very windy, so it picked up way too much of that. I also didn't want to talk during, because again, I was with my girlfriend and their family. I didn't want to, you know, make it like a whole vlog thing, so I just recorded whenever I could. Speaking of which, they're so cool. I love that. I love her family. They're so amazing. But I'm still thinking about that time we first got there. Putting down our heavy ass bags, a whole bunch of them, and just relaxing. I mean, fuck me, that was a beautiful view. There was a rainbow, okay? We got there, and it was like Hawaii, wel Hawaii itself welcomed us. Honolulu welcomed us, right? We get out to the balcony, first it was just me, then my girlfriend, and then her family came along, and we were all looking at it, right? It was just such a beautiful, peaceful moment, and it's one that I'll always remember. Because the weather was perfect, it was sunny, yet there was a bit of rain in the horizon. Enough for a beautiful rainbow to go across the sky, and we just saw the whole thing from there. I will never forget that. It is absolutely beautiful, and in my head, it's vividly there. <clears throat> I may have ruined the mood a bit by recreating that, me that little scene and making a TikTok out of it. The moment I did that, I realized... I want to live in the moment. I don't want to record a bunch of stuff, you know, like for TikTok or anything. So I'm just going to enjoy it. And that's what I did. Although, admittedly, I did record some stuff. I haven't edited it yet, right? It's going to take me forever. There's like hours of footage. <clears throat> My voice keeps doing that, but I think it sounds pretty good. <laughs> Man, that rainbow. That rainbow was something else. The smells in the air still get me too. It was a tropical... You know, that smell of like, that stereotypical tropical smell, you know? It wasn't like that. It wasn't salty like the beach either. I would describe it as just fresh. Just very, very fresh. Humid, fresh, and warm. Very warm. Not too hot. Not too cold. Just right. Just perfect weather every time. I'll admit one thing though. I really... I mean, really hate the parking in Hawaii. I mean, fuck me. Uh, let me let me put it this way. Um, when it comes to parking in Hawaii, you have a better chance of finding parking in Los Angeles. And I am not exaggerating. We actually told my mom about how long it took for us to park one night. Her jaw dropped. Okay. It shouldn't take more than 30 minutes to find parking, no matter where you're at, right? It took us hours one night. But again, it was a weekend, so yeah, it's expected. But on the weekday, it took about an hour. At the best, the best time that we got was 45 minutes. And even then, I still had to be guided in, because this is a beast of a truck. This is a Ford. Built Ford tough. 
God, I can't do that voice. <laughs> Not right now, anyway. Parking and other stuff aside, there was something about the hotel that I really liked. It was the fact that we could... We, we essentially had our own kitchen, right? Or, like, not even essentially. We had our own kitchen with cutlery, with plates, every pot and pan that I could possibly use to cook whatever meal, and I wanted to impress my my girlfriend's family. You know, I wanted to cook them something. I like cooking food for people that are... that, I, that I'm trying to get to know, you know? It's... I don't know. In, in our family, it's a sign of respect to cook someone something. Male or female, this isn't gender specific. You cook something for someone, you're showing them, hey, I want to feed you. I want to make sure you're well fed. It is very important to me that you are, you know, well nourished. And it's important in our culture to do that. Our culture specifically, I mean my family. I don't know, it's always been a thing. And I've noticed that with my aunts, my uncles, and whenever there's new people in the family, it's just, I carry that with me now, you know? And it's because of that that I had to cook so often. Having said that, in this hotel, there was something very wholesome that I really liked. I I thought of it... I, I miss it already. There was this very, very adorable little cafe. Just on the ground floor. It was open in the morning so you could get breakfast there. And it was so small. But it wasn't overwhelmingly small, right? It wasn't super cramped. It was so cozy. That's what I liked about it. You could get your delicious meal, whatever bagels you want, some coffee. They had scones. They had um, l little dessert cakes, and I loved it. I loved everything about it. It was small. It was affordable. It was just wholesome, honestly. You could even just get some water if you didn't really feel like anything else. And then you could sit there and eat it at the lobby, which the lobby had no, like, there were no doors. You just walked in. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's... I've never seen it. I've never seen a a hotel like that where like you don't walk in and open a door. There is no door. It's just a massive wall missing. You just walk in. <laughs> it felt so new to me, you know? I like the idea. Very very new idea. Even all the the furniture was just out in the open. You just sit down there, enjoy your meal, watch the pond that they had. They had a little water feature. Very beautiful water feature. Water cascading down these rocks. A nice humid air coming in, and you just sit there with your coffee and and enjoy life. You are there to relax, and my god did I relax there. I remember me and my girlfriend had um an everything bagel with cream cheese. I had a I had a red eye, which in hindsight I should have gotten more sugar with it, but I mean I'm trying to watch my figure, but at the same time, I'm fat. It's just who I am, okay? And um, my girlfriend got a scone, and it was just—it was just so good. I remember that day fondly. It was—it was a good day. You know, in, in talking about the scones and um, and everything, I did kind of skip ahead a bit because prior to this, this was day two, really. Day one, we went straight to the food land. If you guys never heard of it, it's a grocery store that's really famous in Hawaii. And yeah, it's—it's it, it's basically their local like food max, you know. Like, like if you think of your local grocery, local grocery store, that's what Foodland is there in Hawaii. However, I was, <clears throat> I was caught off guard because we walked in, and that's when I started looking at the prices. I immediately went for um, this drink of mine. Right, my drink of choice is a kombucha. I love it. In fact, it's the Synergy brand. I love it. Super delicious. It was double the amount that I would normally pay 
anywhere else. Like, I saw the price and I thought, what the fuck? $9 for a kombucha. A regular sized one. Nothing premium, no limited edition, just a regular one. And I saw the price and I thought, holy shit, what's going on? And then I immediately looked up, though. You know, I went straight to the internet and I thought, do they have sales tax here? They do not. And that explained a lot of things to me because there have been places that I've been to where they don't have sales tax, so they increase the price a bit or everything just is worth more, especially there on the island because think about it, there's no roads directly going to there. Everything's either by ship or by boat. So shipping is quite expensive. I get it. It's an island, you know what I mean? And that didn't really, it didn't catch me too off guard. What I do remember, right, is on the first day, I wanted to get as much Hawaiian-based food as possible. Not even just, like, the macadamia nuts that are so popular there. I'll get to that. But I went to the store and I looked at things that said, you know, made in Hawaii or from Hawaii, stuff like that. I found a multicolored popcorn. It was okay. And these drinks. It's like, um, not carbonated. It's like juice. Very good. I liked it. I like those drinks quite a bit. I wish we had those in the States. I do think we do, though. I'm not too sure. But keep in mind, we were going grocery shopping here, you know? Nothing too wild. Got some Gatorades, because I know me. I know how I am when it comes to trips. I'm always going to be dehydrated, so I need my, you know, to ingest something. You know, some sort of drink. And Gatorade was right there. So yeah, hell yeah. Gatorade, a bit of water, distilled water. And they did not have Bang on the island. And, you know, that was to be expected, seeing as how they kind of... Uh, disappeared from the map you know what i mean they're just gone but they had that one rain energy i mean that's fine i only wanted it because i was dealing with the jet lag and unfortunately i wasn't able to take my magic mind with me felt kind of bad too because i was like I, I wish i could have but it didn't meet tsa regulations something like that it, it was a very specific rule but that's besides the point because this food land is famous for one thing everyone was talking about how you got to go there you got to get the poke bowl and we did. We absolutely did that. The poke bowl was good. I've never had poke quite that good. Like, I've had poke nachos. They're really, really good here. And the poke bowl, I, I don't know how to explain it. I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. The thing is, I'm not too big of a fan of raw fish. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of it. But when it's good, it's good. You know what I mean? And in this case, it absolutely was. Delicious. Good price. Like, a lot of people say specifically... The price at Foodland is a good price. I'm looking up online. It could go for like $10 a pound. And we got like just small serving sizes. Nothing too bad. thing about poke is you got to eat it pretty quickly. You can't just leave it in the fridge. You got to eat that stuff when you get it. But it's still, it's still a good meal. You know, we went. We also got. Um, oh, you know what? I'm just remembering now. But we got the poke bowl. That was good, right? We got some sushi rolls and... The creme de la creme, my absolute favorite food now. I'm not even talking just on the trip. I'm talking in general, okay? It was so good, this specific meal, that I learned how to make it myself. Bought some molds and everything, everything I need to make it. I even asked my girlfriend for some help when it came to making it. Looked up recipes online, and I found how to make my own. But when we were at Foodland, I bought my first ever Spam Musubi. Oh my god. <sighs> Let me tell you, sometimes there's moments 
in a man's life that changed him for the better. When he first hits puberty and his balls fall. When his voice drops. When his beard grows. Maybe it hasn't happened to you one day. When he discovers his favorite food in the foreign land. This was an awakening for me. When I first had Spam Misubi, I thought, I've had Spam, I've had rice before. And then I thought, oh, uh, like, how, how is this different, you know? Oh, how wrong I was. Because when I first heard of Spam Misubi, I didn't think much of it. I didn't think, yeah, I mean, it could be okay. Let's try it out. You know, I thought, Spam and rice, okay, what else? And, you know, that's simple, right? Very simple ingredients. It's the way it's prepared. Because when I ate it, my life's goal was to keep eating it. I crunched it. I tasted it. I licked my fingers when I was done. Fuck me. That is some good fucking food. Spam musubi is now my favorite food, period. Okay? I mean, we had all kinds of food there on the island. And no matter what, I just kept going back to spam misubi at some point i had rice i had a can of spam i made a bunch of it me and my girlfriend we both made a bunch she helped me a lot actually and <laughs> consider me a fan I, I don't know how to explain this you have to make it yourself here in the states unless you find a place that sells it that actually makes it properly spam misubi is some king shit. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, that shit just... That shit slaps hard. <laughs> oh my god. Looks like we're running low on time. So, that was just day one and two. Got lots to talk about in this Hawaiian trip. So, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Meatweed Podcast. If you guys found me from Honolulu, I did put some stickers there. I'm not gonna say that I vandalized anything. I didn't do that, okay? I put it where other stickers were at. So, you know, wherever I found appropriate, wherever I could, wherever they were available. I also gave some away. Nothing too crazy. But yeah, if you're listening to me and you're new to the show and you're from Honolulu, what's up? I was just there. And uh, mahalo. I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of the Meatweed Podcast. There is going to be a part two. In fact, there might be a part three. I'm not too sure how many parts are going to be because it, it was an eventful trip. It was awesome. I fucking love it. I'm never forgetting that trip. It was amazing. And, I'm, and I've am and i now found my favorite food. I, apparently it was just Spam and rice. It, it, it's so simple, but it's so good. Especially when done correctly. And I will try my hand at making it here in the States. Wish me luck. Anyway, I'll see you guys next week. And uh, be sure to check out the Patreon. You know, support your boy. Maybe I can buy more cans of Spam. <laughs> Alright, see you guys next week.